بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه So as you know brothers and sisters today the lecture is different to what we normally do Normally it would have been the tafsir class but today we have with us our sheikh Sheikh Dr. Abdullah bin Salfiq al-Zafiri Hafizahullah ta'ala who is going to give us a lecture, a telelink lecture instead so inshallah ta'ala we'll listen to that and then we'll translate at the end Naam ya Sheikhna barakallahu feekum musta'iddin nahna Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in amma ba'du السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته إخواني السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته يتبني في هذه الليلة أن نشارككم بكلمة نتذاكر فيها أمر الله تعالى وأمر نبيه صلى الله عليه وسلم وما جاء به ديننا الحنيف إخواني إن من سعادة المسلم أن يفهم الإسلام على حقيقته وأن يعمل به إن الإسلام هو الذي أرسل الذي هو الذي أرسل الله نبيه محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم لتبليغه للناس لإخراجهم من الظلمات إلى النور ومن الشرك إلى التوحيد ومن الجهل إلى العلم ليكون المسلمون على بصيرة من أمر ربهم الإسلام هو الاستسلام لله بالتوحيد والانقياد له بطاعة والتبري من الكفر والكافرين والشرك والمشركين جاء رجل إلى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وطلب منه النصيحة عندما قال له كثرت الشرائع عليه فقال له النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قل آمنت بالله ثم استقل فدل على أن الدين عقيدة وعمل إيمان بالله ورسوله وملائكته وكتبه ورسله واليوم الآخر وبالقضاء والقدر خيره وشره هذا هو الإيمان المستقل على ما أمر الله ورسوله استقل على الصراط المستقيم واستقل على التوحيد الخالص واستقل على أداء الفرائض التي تقرب العبد إلى ربه وقد جاء في الحج الصحيح حديث أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه الذي رواه مسلم أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال قال الله تعالى من عاد لي وليا فقد آذنته بالحرب 
وما تقرب الي عبدي بشيء احب الي مما افترضته عليه ولا يزال عبدي يتقرب الي بالنوافل حتى احبه فاذا احببته سمعه الذي يسمع به وبصره الذي يبصر به ويده التي يبطش بها ورجله التي يمشي بها ولئن سالني لاعطينه ولئن سعادني لاعيدنه هذا هو حقيقه ما يحبه الله ويرضاه من العباد الايمان الخالص الصادق والتوحيد الخالص واليقين بشهاده ان لا اله الا الله والايمان بان محمد رسول الله واداء ما افترض الى ما افترض الله الهد واعظمها بعد توحيد الصلاه وسائر اركان الاسلام ثم يتقرب العبد الى الله من نوافل اخواني ان مما ينبغي ان نوصي به طلاب العلم طلاب العلم اولا الاخلاص لله بالقول والعمل كما قال تعالى قل ان صلاتي ونسكي ومحياي ومماتي لله رب العالمين لا شريك له وبذلك امرت وانا اول المسلمين قل ان الدين الخالص لله عز وجل الله لا يقبل من العبد عملا الا اذا كان خالصا لله صوابا على شريعه رسول الله يتجنب الرياء والشرك الخفي كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم للصحابه اخوف ما اخاف عليكم الشرك الاصغر وهو الرياء وثانيا اوصي اخواني باتباع السنه والعلم فان المسلم لا يعرف دينه حقيقه ولا يستطيع ان يعرف فكيف يعبد الله ولا يفرق بين الحق والباطل وبين الشرك والتوحيد وبين السنه والبدعه الا بالعلم والرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول من يريد الله به خيرا يفقه في الدين فعلى طلاب العلم ان يسعوا لطلب العلم واعظم طلب العلم معرفه التوحيد وحق الله عز وجل على العباد ثم سنن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ومعرفه القران الكريم وتفسيره فالعلم هو سلاح المؤمن كما امر الله عز وجل في ذلك كثيرا 
كما قال يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وكما قال تعالى ولقد وصينا الذين اوتوا الكتاب من قبلكم واياكم ان اتقوا الله وكثيرا ما كان الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم يوصي ويامر اصحابه بالتقوى كما في حديث ابي عبد الرحمن معاذ بن جبل وجندب بن جناده حيث قال اتق الله حيثما كنت واتبع سيئه الحسنه تنفها وخالق الناس بخلق حسن كذلك عليه أن يكون متمسكا بمنهج السلف الصالح خير القرون وهذا هو الذي يتميز به السني من المبتدع فإن السني يرجع الأمور إلى ما كان عليه السلف في هذه الأمة ويرجع فهم الدين إلى فهم السلف الصالح كما عليه أيضا أن يلتزم بغرز العلماء الربانيين المعاصرين والمتقدمين فما زاغت الأبصار وانطمست قلوب العباد بمثل اتباعهم للأهواء وعدم رجوعهم للعلماء إذا رأيت الشعب الأول يقضي على أيدي علم وإذا رأيتهم بعيدا عن العلماء فيأتون. وكثير من قل عن سبيل السلف. إلا بسبب الجهد عن العلماء وعدم الرجوع إليهم. سواء التنقي عنهم من المعاصرين أو من الأخذ من العلماء المتقدمين في قراءة مؤلفاتهم ورسائلهم. كشيخ الإسلام ابن تيمية. وابن القيم ومحمد بن عبد الوهاب وابن باز والالباني وغيرهم من العلماء المعاصرين خاصه شيخنا ربيع بن هادي المدخلي الذي فند شبه المعاصرين من الجماعات المعاصره والحركات الحزبيه التي تغري الشباب في شعاراتهم البراقه ولا تنطلي هذه الشعارات على العلماء وطلاب العلم وقاسقين السلفيين ولكنها انطلت صورهم الى منهج السلف او العلماء الربانيين فهذه وصايا اوصي نفسي واياكم بها اخواني وعليكم بكتاب الله وتلاوته الاء النهار والاء الليل ومعرفته وتدبره ومعرفه احسانه اسال الله لي ولكم التوفيق والسداد والاعانه والرشاد وصلى الله وسلم وبارك بارك الله فيكم يا شيخنا جزاكم الله خيرا
وإياكم بارك الله فيكم جزاكم الله خيرا بارك الله فيكم يا شيخنا السلام عليكم مرحبا مرحبا السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته عليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه So here then the Shaykh he began by giving salam to everyone and then after that he said that I'm very happy to be participating in delivering this short uh, speech uh, and to remind ourselves and to revise within this short speech the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the command of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and what our religion has come with our religion of Tawheed what it has come with so he said from the happiness of the Muslim is that he understands what Islam is upon its reality that a person understands what Islam is upon its reality and acts upon it and that Islam upon its reality is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the prophets and messengers with sent his prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with to the people in order to extract them from darkness into light and from ignorance into knowledge and so that the Muslims they would be upon guidance and understanding so Islam it is that you submit yourself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon obedience submit yourself to Allah and be upon obedience to Allah and to declare your innocence from shirk and the mushrikun and it's mentioned how an individual came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam asking for advice on one occasion and so the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to him say that I believe in Allah and then be upright say that I believe in Allah and then be upright and so this indicates that the religion it is belief and actions because the first part of the advice was to say that I believe in Allah and then also that you are to be upright upon that belief upright in regards to your belief belief in Allah belief in the angels belief in the books in the prophets messengers the day of judgment the decree 
all of the pillars of iman, all of your aqidah and belief, that you then act upon that and you are upright upon that. So you are upright upon the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you are upright upon the command of His Messenger, upon Tawheed and upon the sincerity of Tawheed, purity of Tawheed, and then performing and acting, uh, doing the obligations that are required of you. And it's mentioned in a hadith where Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu, he mentioned in Sahih Muslim that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned the hadith Qudsi where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned man aada li waliyan the hadith about where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned that whomsoever goes to war against a wali of mine meaning against the, the pious, against the person of Tawheed, against the person of Taqwa, then I have announced a war against him. And then the hadith it continues to mention the other affairs of a servant uh, gaining closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through performing the actions and the nawafil actions until then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in the aid and in the assistance of that individual who is seeking closeness to Allah through his righteous actions and his obedience and his worship. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves for his servants, that they are upon sincerity, they are upon tawheed, and they are upon his worship, and that they are upon the sincerity of tawheed and iman, and then on top of that, that they are fulfilling the obligations that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prescribed upon us. So then the shaykh said that we advise the students of knowledge with a few affairs. The first of them, al-ikhlasu lillah, to have sincerity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in statements and actions and he quoted the ayah where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the meaning of which is say that indeed my prayer and my worship and my living and my dying are for Allah are for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone so that indicates the sincere religion to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and also that Allah does not accept from a servant except the actions that are done sincerely for his sake Allah does not accept from the servants except the actions that are done sincerely for his sake upon the sharia upon the commandments and the religion as it has come and that a servant stays away keeps himself away from any form of showing off any form of a riyah and the concealed shirk 
meaning the shirk within the intentions of a person. And he mentioned the hadith where the Prophet wasallam said to his companions, uh, the hadith akhwafu ma akhafu alaykum, that the most uh, fearful thing that I fear for you, the most fearful thing for me, for you, is that concealed shirk, the concealed shirk, meaning uh, the showing off and the corrupt intentions within the heart of a person. So the first advice the sheikh gives to the students is to have sincerity to Allah in their statements, in their actions, their worship, and that Allah will not accept anything from you other than what is done sincerely for him. The second advice is to ensure that you are following the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ and that you are upon knowledge of what the sunnah of the messenger is because without knowledge a Muslim cannot implement his religion in reality. How can a Muslim worship Allah without following the sunnah, without having knowledge of that? And how can a person differentiate between the truth and falsehood except with knowledge? So it is upon the students that they strive to seek knowledge. And the greatest of the knowledge, it begins with the affair of Tawheed, learning the Tawheed, learning the Aqeedah, and of course learning the Qur'an, and pondering over learning, memorizing the Qur'an. This is all from the heads of knowledge that the students must strive to attain. And then the third affair, perhaps this was the third affair, the slight cut off in the middle of the talk, but perhaps the third affair the Shaykh was continuing was with regards to at taqwa. At taqwa, and it is an obligation upon a servant that he must be upon piety, he must be upon taqwa. And this is, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned to us in the Qur'an, the meaning of which is that, O oh, you who believe, fear Allah in the reality of how he deserves to be feared. And do not die except that you are believers, except that you are upon that taqwa, upon belief, upon iman, upon tawheed, and so, having taqwa and being upon this piety, then that is a requirement for the student of knowledge to strive for. And the shaykh said, how often, how often the Prophet ﷺ, he would advise the companions with taqwa. How often he would advise them to have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, to be fearful of Allah, to be pious in all of their circumstances. And he mentioned the hadith where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, اتقوا الله حيث ما كنتم, حيث ما كنت. 
that fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wherever you may be, fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, be upon taqwa wherever you may be, uh, uh, meaning apparent or concealed, apparent or concealed, and uh, mingle with the people, interact with the people, with the good mannerisms and etiquettes, and to be, he continued then, to be upon the way of the Salaf. This was the way of the Salaf. This is how they were upon Taqwa. This is how the best of the generations were. And through this, through following of the Salaf, then that is how a Sunni is distinguished from a Mubtadi'. How the Sunni who is upon the sunnah, is distinguished and separated from a mubtadi', a person who is upon misguidance and innovation, because the sunni, the salafi, returns his affairs back to the way of the salaf, and returns his affairs back to the scholars, the scholars, uh, who are with us today, the scholars who are alive, al-mu'asireen, he returns his affairs back to the salaf, and all the way now to the scholars of our time, returns back to them. And the people have not gone astray, and they have not become misguided, except due to them not returning back to the scholars Due to them not returning back to the scholars, that is why they have gone astray and their hearts have become misguided due to their lack of returning back to the way of the Salaf and to returning back to the scholars, uh, scholars of the past and scholars of our time now. Scholars of the past through their books, through their works, scholars of the past like Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, and uh, Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab and uh, Sheikh Al-Albani rahimahumullah who have all passed away and also scholars who are alive right now with us right now scholars who are alive returning back to them and he said from the scholars who are alive today especially when it comes to the affair of distinguishing between the truth and falsehood and distinguishing between the people who are upon truth and those who are opposing them then you have a Sheikh Rabi' bin Hadi al-Madkhali Hafizahullah Ta'ala who has clarified these affairs and made clear those who are upon misguidance and the types of um, the types of banners that they use to try to confuse the people with. The Sheikh has made clear these affairs and of those groups and various types of individuals. So it is important for the student of knowledge that he constantly returns back to the scholars for his affairs, for the matters of the religion, uh, in order to be upon guidance. And the people did not go astray except by abandoning the scholars and not returning back to them. So the Shaykh said, these are in brief some of the pieces of advice that I give you 
the affair of sincerity, the al-ikhlas, the affair of sticking to the sunnah and following it carefully and being upon knowledge and striving for that knowledge constantly and the affair of taqwa, having piety and taqwa in your affairs hidden and openly and perhaps the fourth affair you could mention is the affair of returning back to the scholars also past and present in order to gain clarification of the affairs so he said upon you is uh, to cling on to the book of Allah the Quran and to memorize it and to learn it and study it and that is where the Sheikh then concluded by making dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us all success in these affairs, gives us success and uprightness in our implementation and practice of the religion. And then he concluded upon that with that short advice.